What is up, guys? Welcome to the Bad Audio Podcast. Sweet! Uh, we have technical difficulties, and one of our mics isn't working. This is true. So we have our mic. Oh, we have a video podcast. That's right. They can see it. I guess uh, they can see AJ the whole time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I guess it doesn't. I guess it doesn't matter yeah, if I wait. AJ Vera here today, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. This is our professional mic stand we got here. Uh, it consists of a what is this called? Drink carrier. Hey, that's thingy. what it's called. Drink carrier. Wow, this so is smart. This guys. is this is the low budget, low sound quality podcast. Today. Yeah. That's if you're looking for a high quality podcast, I suggest you move on to the yeah. next one because uh, we got two mics today. One of them is broke. Yeah. We are making it one. happen. Yeah. So we got AJ in the studio. Thank you for being on our podcast. Thank you for having me. It is a true honor. I have notes on you, by the way. You have notes on me? Yes. Oh, yes. We do our homework. Wow. I went to the dark web for this. Oh. Uh, how about you tell us, AJ, what we're eating today? Um, we are eating one of my personal favorites, Jack in the Box. Jack in, Jack the, in the Box. box. So what, what about it is makes it your personal favorite, AJ? Jack in the Box has the variety. They have the breakfast. They have one of the best breakfasts out of any fast food. This is Some true. may say, you know, you know, McDonald's. But let me tell you, McDonald's doesn't use real eggs for their breakfast jacks or their breakfast sandwiches. Some of them do. No. They use that little fake, you know, yolk. They use, they use the folded eggs. I made them at Chick-fil-A. I know exactly how it's made. Be careful. Yeah. You're talking to a former McDonald's employee here. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking to an old Chick-fil-A employee, <laughs> so I know, I know the secrets. Yeah, so like the round egg for like the muffins or real eggs, but like the biscuits and stuff, don't eat them, dude. They're like microwaved, like they like come in a plastic bag. Oh, I believe it. So what are you eating? I've never heard so, this before. So one of my personal favorites mm-hmm. uh, at Jack of the Box is their munchie meal selection. Okay. So their munchie meal selection. in a box and they had to tape it down because it was bursting. One of the, one of the selections uh, that... I decided to get was the sriracha curly fry burger. Mm. These munchie meals usually consist of wacky combinations like the grilled cheeseburger, yeah. very delicious one, chicken tater melt, chicken sandwich with a hash brown on it, delicious. Wow. So wacky combinations, curly fries and straight fries, mm-hmm. two tacos and a drink. Everything that's going to crave that munchies feeling that you would get at night. Best part, if you order after 9 p.m., it's cheaper than if you order before 9 p.m. Come on. We got it right after 9. You heard it. I got it like 9.05. If you get it before 9 o'clock, it's like 9, 8 bucks. Wow. If you get it after, it's like 5 or 6. So you're telling me there's curly fries in that burger? I think so. That is great. I didn't even notice there were regular fries under your curly fries. There's fries, regular, and curly fries. Wow. What a steal. It man. gives you best of both worlds. And you enjoy the tacos. Oh. A staple. Every order has to have tacos in it. I've so never you, had Jack in the Box tacos. Did you? Did, I didn't tell you to get this on the order, but did you get hot sauce? No. But I have hot sauce. Let me get you And it's different. It's with the Jack in the Box tacos. It's got to be with the Jack in the Box hot sauce. It's, we have Frank's but, Red Hot. That's fine. You can't put that because that's like for <laughs> buffalo wings. That is, oh, yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. So, you know. I'm not a hot sauce guy. So I, I, do, I love hot sauce. 
some salsas make me have to drink three waters. I am the whitest tongue. Really? I think register on Nick. I we are both in the same on this. I'm I'm a very spicy person. Yeah. That's why like most of my food, like if I don't get spice in it, yeah. it just is it's just unappealing to me. I have to have spice in it. My my dad when he eats he has to have something sweet, so he gets like a bowl of jelly and eats it with his food. No way. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. interesting. Yeah, he like not like not medically he has to, but like for pleasure he has to have it. It's like he will be eating like salmon and he just has a bowl of jelly. It's really weird. Just like grape jelly, just like spoon apricot jelly he likes. That's wow. good. I've had that before. I'm a strawberry guy. I'm we so do that with when Cassie sets up a charcuterie board. We oh, get like we get like we get um either guava, mm-hmm. guava jam, or an um like is it apricot apricot? I was about to say that. It's I one of those. Apricot. It's a jelly, Guys, but gets those. It's so good. Tomato if, potato. If you say I mean, apricot, like congratulations on going to Harvard. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like you, are, you don't you don't get a medal for saying apricot. It's apricot. Oh, that's great. That's absolutely great. So, that's AJ. Washer, by the way. Since you explained how this different, very interesting variety of munchie meals, does this mean that you've tried them all? Or are you just like, you have the goal, like the go-to favorite, and you just like every time go back to the same? You know, the go-to is the grilled cheeseburger. Mm. It's a burger on the bottom, grilled cheese on top. Delicious. No it's way. absolutely the most fire one they have. Yeah. I have tried all of them. Really? I have tried all so of them. So you're experimental. You're like not afraid to yeah. like just go for Well, that's it. what I do with everything in life. Everything in life, I switch it up. There you go. I switch things up. I don't like to have the same routine over and over again, which is why I tend to quit jobs in under a year. Mm. Wow. But because I'm self-employed and freelance, I don't do that anymore. So that's so interesting. I'm like a very routine person, so it's like some people are like that. But just personally, for me, I'm I'm no, it's super, not like that. It's super cool to like hear the the other side of their perspective. So, mm-hmm. so AJ, awesome. Let's talk about your life. Let's get into the nitty, you the nitty gritty. <laughs> let's hear all the bites. By the way, we're gonna stories. we're gonna ask you the biggest questions right as you take the biggest bites. I pull away from the mic because I because <laughs> I practice, you know, proper mic technique as a voiceover artist. Right, so of course, <laughs> as a voiceover artist, which we will definitely get to. Yeah. So, were you born and raised in like Fontana Rancho area? <laughs> we're starting. We're starting day one. We're starting. So, like, how much did you, you know, weigh when you came out? Of the um. I don't know how much I weighed. Okay. I can't tell you that. I don't know my, my uh, starter stats. Right. But what about I the was... What time of day? Um, five. Five o'clock. Five p.m. I'm a... Because we would, you know, you know how there's early birds, there's yeah. night owls. So... Everyone's getting off work. So I'm a, I'm a mosquito, you know, five p.m. is mm. when they come out. That's where they come out. Speaking of that, don't go to Combine Kitchen in the morning. I went there for breakfast at like eight. Mm-hmm. I got bit eight times on really? my legs and oh. feet. Yeah, I had sandals. They destroyed my feet, dude. You know, as somebody that is very prone to mosquito bites, I, I want to thank you for that. Don't go there, dude. It's a mistake. Really? Because hmm. they only have outside seating. Yeah. So you got to sit outside. I saw you there the other day, and I was about to warn you. <laughs> dude, I was about to warn <laughs> you, bro. Just by with this <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> dude, my girlfriend, like, she will not drink any 
other coffee and then no it's way. like dude they have good coffee yeah it's like they have great ones i'm not a coffee guy but i've heard it's very good mm -hmm. they do have good coffee and they, they have uh shakes. they have martinelli's apple juice oh they do huh mm -hmm. martinelli's and they sell booze it says on the menu Ooh. can't drink it yet but so to answer your question yes. i was born in i was gonna tell nick not to eat <laughs> Uh, to answer your question, I was born in San Dimas, California. Mm -hmm. Bill and I, Ted. I was. was excellent adventure. Mm -hmm. Are they from there? I haven't seen the movie. Oh, man. San Dimas, California. Sorry, go ahead. Reeves. I know, I know who's in it. Mm -hmm. I know they're in it. I just yeah. haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, Time travel. Born in San Dimas, mm -hmm. but grew up in Fontana. Up until my junior year, moved to Rancho. Mm -hmm. They're the same city. Yeah. So I grew up in the IE all my life. Moved to Pomona for a year after I got married. Mm -hmm. Then um, came back to Ontario. So still in the IE. Uh -huh. um, and you went to Etiwanda. I did. Went to Etiwanda e High School. Beehive, home of the Eagles. You know, I actually started the uh, the hashtag at Etiwanda only at the E. No, really. I, that hashtag they use, yeah. they don't know I started it, yeah. but I'm the one that started it. How did that you start? Should, you should go back and get royalties. I should, honestly, because they use that. They, that like they, they use it everywhere. You know how that happened? Huh. Because my junior year, going into senior year, was the summer. Mm -hmm. I This was when Twitter was like... It was, it was very it was very new mm -hmm. this is when instagram was very new everybody would post pictures of like hot sauce with the worst filters on it Perfect, yeah. twitter was yes. brand new it mm -hmm. was super ugly there was clouds all over it <laughs> um so when twitter was brand new mm -hmm. i made an account a burner account for etawanda and i called it only at the e mm -hmm. and wow. when i made it i made it in intentionally to like make fun of the school mm -hmm. and so there's this classic classic story anybody who graduated around my time can tell mm -hmm. you about the one-armed bandit my oh, brother wow. told me dude, the stories about the one-armed bandit i'm telling you dude because Are you talking about the african-american girl that had one arm that would beat people up she wasn't african-american she was mexican she but was mexican. she had one arm and she won fights fights Wait, is this real this is real this is oh, absolutely yeah. real so I this, clearly have only heard myths, but dude, I've heard I'm telling you, this is the real deal. So this, this person mm -hmm. fought multiple people, won both of them. I witnessed both of them. No. Legendary fights. Just, like first front row. I was so there. everybody. So everybody. It was near the lunch line, mm -hmm. and there's a light post. Yeah. I got on top of the light post so I could watch it, so I had full vision. Right. So was this like scheduled? Was this like, hey, no, this wasn't. This, this wasn't lunch. scheduled. This was like an impromptu fight. Yeah, but yes. she's a legend, dude. So she won the first fight. So she, her nub was in her right arm, right. So she had she <laughs> she would pull. She would get the other person in a headlock for the first fight. First fight, she got the person in a headlock mm -hmm. with the arm. And then with her nub was hitting her in the head with her nub. How dude. long is the crazy nub? nub? Is I want to say, like almost ha half of, half of the bicep. Really? Okay. Yeah. So about half of the bicep. She was getting some good. She was getting she's some got, good. She's got a little bit. Of she has some range. There's okay. some wingspan there. So she was she was getting them with that, and then went over to wow. the metal lunch lines and slammed her head into the metal railing, dude. She's crazy. Holy cow. Dude, it was nuts, bro. 
the the following following year. Yeah. Wow. This was my junior year. Uh-huh. She got in another fight, and she got in a fight with this girl. I don't know. I don't know what it was over, but anyway, right. she pulled the weave off of her hair. No of way. course. And then once she pulled the weave off, she got those little sherberts and smashed it on top of her her head. No. It probably was the most embarrassing thing for that other girl, but it was crazy. And then she got the weave and she threw it and everybody around was like trying to get the weave and people were jumping up. I got the weave. I got the weave. Oh Dude, and the girl was just running away with the her her jacket on her head. I was like, oh my goodness, this person's a legend, dude. That's like traumatizing. Dude, so that is insane. So I put, I made this Twitter, mm-hmm. and I was like, only at the E do you have legends like the One Arm Bandit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, only at the E do you have vending machines that take your money and never give you your drink. Yep. Only at the E do you have Coach Kern taking every single hat that you own. <laughs> I was like, only at the E do you have Doctor Joseph. Oh my having God. illegal relationships <laughs> with students, right? Dude. And that account blew up. So anytime you, you post something like anytime, you, you dude, the off. the name of the account was only at the E. Every hashtag was only at the E, and the account like I got like hundreds of followers overnight. Wow. The next morning, dude. it was blocked. No, they reported it and blocked it. Dude, so they it, blocked you and then took your. And friends. then they took my they took my name. Oh and then they started gosh. using only at the E for positive things. Right. And I was like, now you I probably see it in the like yearbook. Yeah, seriously. Dude, in the yearbook. dude it's, it's in the yearbook. They use it to this day. Yeah, I've used it like multiple times. Dude, everybody uses it. Wow. And I started it. Everybody started using it the following year. Did you direct um, Edelwando's The Bomb? I did not. <laughs> but that guy, rest in peace, that guy's actually dead. No. Edwanda is the bomb like tick tick. That guy's dead. Whoa. Wait, yeah, I know, I know. I have a, I have a couple friends who who know the guy. Edwanda's the bomb. Is this a video? Yeah, this is a legendary yeah. video as well. Yeah. This was like two thousand this is like two thousand seven, two thousand eight, I think. Yeah. Are you talking about super hot fire? No, no that's a different guy, but he okay. also went to Edwanda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the same sphere. But it, it's a different person, but mm-hmm. he made a song. Yeah. And it was like super good. You know, like ahead of its time. We still sing it to. I mean, it's not. Home. I mean, it's not like the craziest. You know, craziest beats. It's just like a fun little track for the high school. You know, wow. it's like a fun little tune. I remember when we, we got we got bomb threats my senior year or my freshman year, and we we were all like tweeting like Edelon is the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was kind of. Oh my gosh. So, when in high school did you start marching band? I started my freshman year. Mm-hmm. I was given the choice by my mom to either go to Summit High School or Etiwanda, but I could only go to Etiwanda if I joined the marching band. Oh, so because did you want to, or were you like, oh, like? I was a little hesitant mm-hmm. on joining the band because, obviously, you know, I was like, I was like, oh, this is lame, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I went to the. Disneyland parade that the that the band invites the eighth graders Classic, to, yeah. and I was like, you know what, this is actually kind of cool. Mm-hmm. You know, I have some friends already. I was like, why don't I just do it? Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm only gonna go to Summit High School for one friend anyway. Mm-hmm. Why don't I just go to Etiwanda? I'll do the band program, and then we'll just see where it goes from there. Mm-hmm. Um, ended up doing it all four years. Mm-hmm. Probably the best experience I could have done. Mm-hmm. Um, because 
it led to all the friends that I have now. Right. Led to me meeting Cassie. Right. And that's that's, so that's where our love story started, and that's where oh, it it still so, is a thing. The first so. time you laid eyes on her, did, did she end. just like go to town on the symbols, or like what, what was okay. that? She didn't play symbols. <laughs> well, give me the. Give me she the played suit. clarinet. Got it. We went over this a little bit in our Q and A video. Yeah. But she was like the cringy Filipino girl that had like homemade Harry Potter T-shirts <laughs> and like Harry what? Potter binder. Yeah. Um, but she had like a she had a boyfriend like almost immediately when she was a freshman mm -hmm. with some other guy um and they were dating like pretty much the whole school year mm -hmm. and then they broke up and then we were becoming friends but not because i liked her or anything we were just friends at the time mm -hmm. but i liked her friend mm -hmm. and so i was trying to get with the friend and so i was talking to cassie like how can i you know get with your friend and all this stuff eventually that friend ended up being a freaking jerk oh, ended up sleeping with my friend Whoa. which was that's not that's not good it Jeez. was terrible i was i did not like that one bit no, I wouldn't and like she was like oh i'm moving away to indiana <laughs> in three months so i don't think i can start a relationship and i was like okay so then you're just gonna tell me that and then go you know bang my friend i don't appreciate that that's not very nice Fortunate. so um but. that ended but that led me to starting to start a relationship with Cassie, and then mm -hmm. it blossomed from there. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the things progressed. The rest is history. Uh, yeah. So, what position were you? I, I like called positions in marching band. I don't know nothing. About uh, section. Section. Okay, what section were you? My freshman year, I played the flute. Hell yeah! Flute. Take I played the flute. I played the flute from fr from fifth grade to freshman year. Mm-hmm. I started learning the saxophone my freshman year in the concert band, Dude. not in marching band. And then my junior, sorry, my sophomore and junior year, I played sax in the marching band. Mm -hmm. And then my senior year, I moved to drumline. Mm -hmm. And then after high school, I ended up doing drumline still after high school oh, in an, really? with an independent group. Yeah. What so, did you enjoy the most? What instrument? Drumline, for sure. Yeah? Yeah. Can I you mean, still play the flute and saxophone? The flute, honestly, is... is if you don't maintain like the chops to do that, it's mm -hmm. it's kind of hard. Dang, and because because you have facial hair, if you have facial hair like right here, yeah. it makes it very difficult. Really? Oh, yeah. So the flute is is a little bit tougher. I could still do it. Yeah. But yeah. it it is a little bit tougher. Um, saxophone, yeah, I still play it, but not as good as I was in my in my the beginning of my college years. Prime. Can you yeah. imagine just like. That's an awesome college, just like first, you know, like one liner. Like, yeah, hey, what do you do? Oh, I play the saxophone. <laughs> yeah, that's no a big flex deal. for real. No big deal. Dude, saxophones, like, if I, I think if I were to play anything in marching band, I'd be the sax, dude. It's saxy, you know what I'm saying? Saxy. Anyways. Jesus, uh, Nick. Sorry, sorry, that was very inappropriate. <laughs> um, so, uh, in high school, did you have any other hobbies, like, I think I think I saw like you did you skate? Okay, you're big into skating. Mm -hmm. How like uh, how how big were you into that? Was that like just like something you did on the side, or did you take it pretty seriously? No, that was taken pretty seriously. Uh -huh. That was like I started skating because my brother did, mm -hmm. and pretty much I copied a lot of things my brother did. So he started mm -hmm. playing video games, and then I started playing the same ones he did after he was done with them. Right. So he was skating for a long time. And I was like, oh, I want to skate like my brother. Mm -hmm. And then 
my friends all skated too. So then I started skating with them from sixth grade up until really my junior year. Once I once it hit my junior year, I kind of slowed down on it a bit, but I still would come back to it time to time. Yeah. But from sixth grade to junior year, it was like full force. Right. Like I was I was like out skating every day. Yeah. Me and my friends were putting together videos. Like yeah. we would go to different skate parks. We skated from like Fontana to Chino Skate Park. Like we woke up at like five in the morning. You just skated there just because like it was like my friend's last day before he moved. So we're like, oh, we got to do something big. You have to. So we skated all the way to like Chino Skate Park. Dang. And like if you think about that, like now that you drive, that's like, like that's, that's like you. You have to go. You have to go onto the 15. Yeah. Go to the 60 freeway. Right. Go all the way to Mountain. Yeah exit mountain then go all the way down near the prison right. and then you're there dude, that's like at least 25 that's a long time dude I, I skated at victoria gardens one time and i was like i am like tired yeah that's not, that's the, like the skate dude. from I just did like two parking lots the, the 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 drive well the drive the skate from like here to victoria garden just felt huge <laughs> dude. and now imagine a chino dude yeah and that not on insane. like long boards or cruiser boards like no we're just on skateboards. skateboards and this was five in the morning we didn't go to sleep that night we pulled all nighter and then skated there. We were only there for like four hours, and then we were so tired, it wasn't even worth it. We should have just went to sleep. We right. would have had way more fun. <laughs> we would have been there all day. Yeah. Oh you said big guys. Let's all go to sleep early. Is that like, is that like thirty something miles? Or I don't think thirty miles. I think, 30, I think 30, yeah. I want. It's probably fifteen to twenty. Okay. Probably fifteen to twenty. Yeah, I think thirty is closer to like beach cities. But oh yeah, the yeah, dude. I think it's so funny that you guys like. Pulled an all-nighter and then, like, didn't even leave until, like, the end of the all-nighter. <laughs> like, sun's coming up and, like, everyone's probably getting tired. Like, all right, guys, let's sleep now. <laughs> oh, dude. dude, one of us, maybe two of us, like, fell asleep before. Uh-huh. I couldn't handle it. Yeah. But I fell asleep we... on my board. <laughs> dude, it was, it was crazy, man. Dude, skating, like, distance is so tough. It like, is. Well, one leg is just, like, dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, I guess like, you could feel the force in like the other leg, but it's just like skating is like yeah. really like one of the most harder sports. It is. I had Jeez. I had plenty of falls. I never broken a bone though. Mm-hmm. Really? I usually I think near the end of my like skating career, mm-hmm. I was really afraid to fall. Yeah. Because I didn't want to break anything, mm-hmm. and because I was in band and I was like I don't want to risk anything. Yeah. So I tried not to take it like too seriously. And I would kind of hold back. And I think that's what kind of stopped my progression mm-hmm. in skating. Didn't want to get hurt. Because I just didn't want to get hurt. I didn't want to do bigger things. Yeah. And obviously, if you want yeah. to get better, you, you have to start more. You have to start trying newer things. And I just wasn't willing to do it. Yeah. Uh, I broke my elbow jumping a five stair. Really? Yeah. I, like, I, like I jumped and I rolled away. And then I hit a pebble and fell. Oh, oh my gosh. That's the like, saddest thing ever. Oh, my god! <laughs> like, I was like, like yes. Like, Let's go. And then I boom. Oh, and oh gosh. Which five stair was it? Was it here? Yeah, Fontana Park. Like, right by, like, the pirate ship. Y- yeah. Yeah. Right it was that ship. one? Yeah. You broke your elbow at that one? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's a small one. <laughs> That's a pretty small one. Way to go, Nick. <laughs> I know. I jumped in, and I was like, because it was like, it was like my junior year, and I was like, kind of like, I jumped like a two stair and I was like, okay, I'm gonna go up and then 
just you didn't go to like three or four. You just went from two to five. Well, then I couldn't find like a three or four stair. There's a two stair at the park, and there's a five stair. I was like, all right, I'm just gonna master the two stair. Next up, you just jump off a pirate ship, bro. Dude, <laughs> I've never like I still skate every now and then, but one thing I've never like gotten is dropping in. That's never? Just, no, like I can't. Dude, like I've tried so many times, and I just eat it. You literally every time. have to like commit you really life. you really have to put your weight forward yeah if you don't commit it's over what like my first time i did it i leaned too forward and then i like fell when Which, you're, you were like traumatized yeah everyone was like oh you like ne never no one ever does that like, they always <laughs> never do that dude for real nobody ever nobody ever is too far forward they're always too far back yeah they're like they're like lean forward a lot I was like, okay. You're like, all so right. I was like, I just felt like base four. I'm not like that. Like, no, no, not board. that much. I'm like, well, you told me a lot. <laughs> you know what's a good park to learn that on is uh, Fontana South because they have oh, okay, so many. Yeah. They have so many different sized mm -hmm. bowls. Yeah. It's like that's where I when think we spruce too. Has yeah. like small. Spruce is not very good. You're it's, not gonna learn much. No. Yeah, it's, it's it's like it's. They don't have it. There's no like coping. You can't no, really, they like, don't. You can't really like. You can't really like try to drop. It there's honestly pieces. not. There's not too much that you can do there. You can't really learn much. But if mm. be, there's plenty to learn at Fontana South. Yeah. Is like that's where when we were growing up, that's where all like the mm -hmm. good skaters came from, because mm -hmm. we were the Fontana North, the North locals, oh, yeah. and then there was the Fontana South locals, and they were way better than us. Yeah. But Dang. that's because they had like, they had plenty of things that you could like learn. Yeah. And then get into the like the bigger stuff i definitely like fontana south more i feel like north, everybody everybody does north is like more like the scooter kids like they're well now they're it always, is they're all in that bowl not like when the back one oh of course every they are. time they're just like doing double backflips and stuff like, i haven't been there i haven't been there in so long yeah but i was there on its grand opening day oh really yeah it's it. october 25th 2008 mm. i was there on grand opening day wow i was there from grand opening day like every day until like my senior year yeah i spent a good portion of my high school career there like just like every day dude i got the year pass i was like dude I'm yeah good. it was essential it was only 25 bucks dude, know, dude. that's worth i mean steal. i mean to pay at a skate park that's pretty low but i was like at first i was like man i gotta pay this is stupid I, know. I was like dude <laughs> there's no way i'm paying for a skate park and I was like, okay all my friends are doing it better uh what like what's your like best trick Mm, I feel like best trick is subjective. That's yeah, like like best flat ground trick. If you were like, if someone told you to do your best trick, what would you whip out? I mean, I would probably just do a tray flip. Oh okay, yeah. I mean, that's really hard. <laughs> I can't do a tray flip. Yeah, I'd probably just do a tray flip. Dude. Usually, it's it's weird because with skating, mm -hmm. if I get back on the board, it's 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 not like. I like lost so much. Yeah. Like I'm still able to feel it, mm -hmm. but I think I have to ride it for a couple of days to get used to yeah. like riding around. Yeah. But then after that, like I'm good. Yeah. I like I didn't skate for like a few months, and then I got back on the board, and I like fell. I was like, dude, like I can't even keep my balance. Like that's that, so weird. It's yeah. So you have to really like keep it consistent to like mm -hmm. get the hang of it. I feel like it's so different to skate on like a skateboard and like a cruiser or longboard. Cause I've never oh, like skated, world, but man. I've always like had like a cruiser board or a longboard and just like you know I gone do. down hills and stuff in our neighborhood and things like that. But never like I I can't I've never even done an ollie, so it's like I do want to get a cruiser board just cause. 
just because like I don't feel like doing tricks anymore. Yeah. But I would love to have like a fat cruiser board I yes. could just like ride around on and feel like I'm a surfer. Yeah. yeah. Take to the beach and stuff. Bring to Sequoia. So our old house, we used to live like up kind of at the top of like right below the mountains. And so we literally like, you know, one of my friends would take like our cruiser boards and like skate all the way down this like biggest hill. Like all down, it's called Wardman Bullock. Up, oh, up yeah, yeah, yeah. Way. We'd literally take it all the way down to like you know banyan or uh, i think wilson and then even mm-hmm. from there go even further down like yeah you just park. go all the way down to that park yeah, right just like mm-hmm. vomit all the way down there but then you have to skate all the way back up and it's literally like yeah. skating up like skating uphill like so many times it literally like you, the the leg that you stand on that doesn't move gets so cramped like mm-hmm. you think that your other leg would get tired but you're basically like, doing squats with yeah. one leg dude dude you get beefy legs man yeah dude, seriously. You, you get beefy legs mm-hmm. Like my calves, like they're like, I always get compliment on the calves. I'm like, dude, dude, skating. dude skating. my calves are the way they are, half because of skating, half because of marching band. Oh yeah, and I did that. I did that from when I was 11 years old, all the way until I was 21 years old. I was doing that wow. for 10 years. Yeah, my uh, calves right. ain't moving nowhere, bro. <laughs> Under calves, bro. Uh, oh gosh. So did you start? When did you start going to activate? Was that as a student or did you start as a leader? I didn't go to activate as a student. Mm-hmm. I only went to Sundays. Okay. And I went to maybe like, I don't know, maybe a couple Sundays. Mm-hmm. I didn't really go consistently. Yeah. I never went to the midweek. Right. But I went to, I went to Pure, nice. as a as a <laughs> high schooler. Because all my friends, all my friends did that for yeah. some reason. Like yeah. we would go to, we would have, we would have after school rehearsal mm-hmm. for band. And then we'd go to Pure right after. Is yeah. it just because like the the scheduling, like Wednesdays weren't good, or like the, the activate days weren't good, and, and the Pure days worked out better? You just like no, because activate was cringe back then. Oh yeah, that's right. I'm not gonna lie, it was kind of cringe, yeah. and it just we didn't really have a lot of friends it there. It used to be on like a Thursday. I feel like. It was on Thursdays, yeah, on and Thursdays. Pure was on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. I don't know, just for some reason the the environment was different. It was very different. It was right? very I like, different. I feel like at Activate, it's, I mean, like a lot of, every youth group is different, but Activate specifically, since there is junior high and high schoolers there, there's such like a wide, like different age range of kids. And mm-hmm. so it's like, it can feel a little. I think just for us, I just think we felt like, I mean, not to say like we were just like spiritually mature, we're freaking high schoolers, yeah. but I don't know. It was just like, there was just a disconnect from, from yeah. me and my friends versus the rest of the students going. Yeah, for sure. But it's weird because I wasn't even a I wasn't even a Christian when I was when I was going. Uh-huh. I was just going because of Cassie. Right. She would go. Uh-huh. Follow the girl. So I mean, <laughs> that's why everybody goes to church, right? Oh yeah. It's because of the girl. <laughs> so, like, it's weird for me to say that, but hold hands during prayer. Oh my gosh. You know. Perfect time. Perfect time. I felt like I did learn a lot about Jesus by going to pure Mm -hmm. I maybe had one crazy good experience at activate on Sundays yeah but every other time it just felt like it was just a big old like goof fest yeah definitely it was more mature going to pure like there were like I remember there used to be like fights like every week at activate really yeah activate used to be super like 
It was so like, it was ghetto. The, yeah, it, was like, <laughs> it was like the crowd that was there was like a lot of just like <laughs> to have security almost like every day. Just like like after like the after party of high yeah. school basically. It's oh, like, oh yeah, you want to activate tonight? Like, yeah, let's turn up. <laughs> I had plenty of good experiences at Pure though. Oh yeah. I had so many so many altar call moments, mm-hmm. so many moments of just like breaking down. Yeah. And like realizing, mm-hmm. like how loved I was. Right. Yeah. And that was like high school. High school was pretty like rough for me. Mm-hmm. I just had a lot of family stuff going on. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of stuff that my parents were going through with like their house, you know, being foreclosed. There's right. two, like a lot of adult things yeah. that I didn't understand right. that led to my parents fighting. Yeah. That in turn, I was just like, you know, as a kid, I was just like, man, you know, my life sucks. My parents are fighting all the time. Yeah. Why do they even, why are they even married? Yeah. But now that I'm older and I realize what was happening, yeah. that wasn't the case at all. Right. I was just too young to understand. Of course. Yeah. But I had a lot of those moments to like really reflect and, and grow in Jesus at pure. Mm-hmm. And I was, and I'm, I'm extremely grateful for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Probably things that you wouldn't have liked the same experiences you wouldn't have had if you were activated. No. Mm-hmm. But the but the way that activate is now, mm-hmm. if I was a student, I I would probably be more inclined to go. Yeah, for sure. It's all it's a total, it's like a almost. Also, dude, the way that you just did that, he didn't even tap it. Like you didn't even tap the straw. You just what like, did I do? You put it down there and you just pushed it down. That was crazy. Well, how do you I guys open the straw? You, you always. Well, I don't like, want to. You just like you get it, you get the straw, and you tap it. Yeah. You know, you like tap it like this. You were like. You like grabbed it, you grabbed it, and you're just like. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Like Sorry. Push pop. Wait, you guys go like this? Yes. Yeah. You and have to like tap no, it. No, I just go. <laughs> yeah, this one. Yeah. You literally like put it down, and you were just like. <laughs> it was really that's, alpha move. That's crazy, bro. dude. Alpha, bro. Yeah, wow. Uh, <laughs> what, is that more. weird, too? <laughs> yeah, I usually go like. He just folds it in half. And it so when did you like discover your like creative side for like photography and videography and that stuff? Um, I don't think I discovered it until I think when we started doing weddings. Mm-hmm. That's when I started picking up the camera and like Sweet. using it in a in a different way. Yeah. Because before we would just film it with this little camcorder that we would buy a, a peephole for a door from Home Depot and tape it onto the camcorder so that way it'd be a fisheye. It was the most it was the most ridiculous thing ever. That's Dude, it awesome. looked it looked like the worst piece of junk you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> but awesome. like we would film on those. Yeah. And then my buddy was the filmer, mm-hmm. so he would edit it all the time mm-hmm. and he was my best friend, so I would always be over at his house and we would always be editing the videos together. Right. So I learned a lot of my editing through that Mm -hmm. and I learned a lot about torrenting stuff I learned a lot about how to get programs when I was too poor to afford them yeah I learned a lot about you know dragging things like into the projects getting songs for the project so I learned a lot about the editing process from skating yeah but I didn't I didn't really discover like how to use a camera until we started doing weddings and our first wedding Mm -hmm. um we got paid like two fifty. Nice. Usually, how everybody's first wedding goes, yeah. either super cheap or for free. Yeah. And that's when like I I had to use the camera for a job. Yeah. 
and that's I I guess it was from there it was like I kind of got to get good at this yeah yeah it's one of those things you got to learn on the job and it was definitely something that I I picked up and so um I think from there we Cassie kind of put me in charge of like the video stuff Mm -hmm. which I was like oh I'm fine by doing that because you know I have previous video editing experience Mm -hmm. and so I've just kind of been doing that ever since yeah so Cassie was like more into it at first and kind of like brought you in or were you both like yeah let's do this it was definitely Cassie was more involved in it first yeah because I was still working at Mm Chick-fil-a I was still working teaching Mm -hmm. schools um for their drumline and stuff and I was still doing my things yeah and at first it was just Cassie's photography business right and then we started to get really busy Mm -hmm. and then she came up with the idea of us doing it as a duo because it looks better yeah and more people find it as like i don't know they 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 feel more inclined to help a couple right who is together that work together in the business yeah and now that we're husband and wife it's like it's a husband and wife duo and a lot of people like to work with with Mm -hmm. with businesses like that so yeah it kind of just turned into like how can we how can we advertise ourselves as as a duo? And that's where we came up with Vare the Makers. Bro, plus, I mean, if you have a, a title Vare the Makers, I mean, come on. Like, it was a it was it was a like a long process to figure out the name. Oh, okay. We wanted to have the name Vare in it. Yeah. Because we were we were engaged at that point. Mm-hmm. We weren't married yeah. yet, so we're like, okay, like you're gonna be. Mm-hmm. A Vare soon, yeah. so it's like, why so don't we just do the, a Vare with the what name? Was the thought process did it start with like, all right, we're gonna st- it's gonna be Vare something or like something Vare or like, do you remember any of the other names? Like the trial had? names. Um, one of them I remember was um, because we wanted to use Vare yeah. so bad, we had a couple different names, but one that I came up with that I thought would be cool, mm-hmm. but it didn't. It doesn't really make sense because ne- neither of us are Hispanic. <laughs> was we were going to do ver la luz uh-huh. which is in spanish is to see the light right yeah so mm, we at fire. first i was like oh that sounds cool yeah, yeah. like that would be really cool it, it you know it goes together <laughs> but we don't speak spanish <laughs> <laughs> and we're not hispanic and if our name was ver la luz we would be getting so many hispanic <laughs> weddings right. and then they try to speak to us in spanish and i would have no idea what they're saying <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't end up going with that it just didn't, I don't know, didn't sit right with us. Yeah. Um, but eventually, mm-hmm. we wanted something with, like, creators right. or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then um, I think Cassie came up with their, the makers. Yeah. And then we just, you know, I think it just went from there. Like, it just flowed off mm-hmm. the tongue really well. We just yeah. liked it a lot. So we just stuck with it. Dude. We've considered changing it. Oh, really? But I think it's just... I don't know. I just I like it too much now. You got any, it's, you got any candidates for the change? Like, uh, oh no, I change uh, because you like thought you might have found something better, or you just like something, want something new. No, I think just something new. That routine is catching you. You're like, oh, good. Well, I mean, when routine. it's the the only thing that I won't change ever is names, though. Okay. Because I've been going by Fugle32 ever since I started playing RuneScape back in 2004. And Fugle32 is everything yeah. that I own. Oh my god. Even my, even my old YouTube Hello. was yeah. Fugle. <laughs> where does Fugle come from? Yeah, what does that mean? My brother made it my MySpace password when I first got a MySpace. Dude, MySpace. He made it, it Fugle2. And I was like, what the hell is that? Right. And I was like, 
okay, whatever. <laughs> I was like, that's my password, whatever. And then we started playing RuneScape. Yeah. And then my buddy was like, oh, you got to get one. And I was like, okay, what do I make my name? He's like, I don't know. Figure something out. And I was like, okay. And I was like, Fugle 32. <laughs> so you don't even know like what it means or how it like, it was just like, dude, I don't know. It just was your I asked him, I asked my brother, I said, what is Fugle? And he's like, I don't know. I just made it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, my cousin, like when I was like five, made me a Club Penguin account and she like, dude. she just typed, I don't want to say my password because I still use it, <laughs> but, but it's like very like, I was like, why did you come up with that? She's like, I don't know. And that's still like my password to like this. I would say the same thing. So I don't know if you guys heard of Webkins. Oh, Webkins. Yeah. Okay, so basically, stores would sell a stuffed animal or Webkins. It would basically be like they'd have different, you know, animals like a frog, a turtle, and they would have a little W like with you know like an internet swirl on the foot. Mm-hmm. And so if you bought a Webkins, they're like twenty bucks or something in the store. They all came with at codes and so every time it was purchased you could go online and type in the at code and then that pet would appear on the screen no way and so you'd have a pet and, so, and i think i ended up having like 10 pets or something oh, but you yeah, have a yeah. pet you have a room for it you could build houses you know you build a house and then you can go and like do different stuff kind of like club penguin but like you just like you have your own pet you can like you know play games with other pets and you know have friends and stuff so like whenever we go into it, like you know, there was a solid season in my life where it was like yeah. birthday, Christmas, like I want a webkins, yeah. like I want a no. webkins, I want a turtle webkins. I was gonna say you had ten. Oh dude, you must have been asking for those, or oh, you spent money. Dude, hundred percent. I think I still even have some of the actual stuffed animals, and like yeah, some, I think I even used to go to stores and like try and see what the code was without buying it, so I could, like <laughs> adopt it. But that was the thing. That was the first time I ever had to use a password for anything was yeah. webkins because yeah. it was I don't know, I was like ten or something like that. And so, oh my goodness, Michael Jackson. Okay. There. There <laughs> but, <laughs> but I literally like made up this password, like just this random password, and to this day, it's like the password I use for so. Yeah, dude. Like if this person found out this, if anyone found out this one password I use for webkins, they could just take over my whole life. Yeah, seriously, dude. Like, it's probably not good. Dude. That's like, so bad. One password for everything. I know. I do it, man. It's dude. bad. Uh, so. Yeah, <laughs> I feel you on that. Uh, that's, that's well, we we talked about this a little bit before. Uh, you know, got got tossed to the side, but I'm super intrigued. Like, because you're talking about, well, just what, what what kind of like music do you like? You know, dabble in. Like, what's your go-to like? You know, like genres or playlists? I know you're yeah a little bit about yeah. That. So I wanted to to bring this up but i thought it would be cool to just save it for this yes. um but there recently because so i go through through phases of music okay. like if i'm just if i'm feeling something i will feel a genre like a genre of music for like a week or two oh, yeah. and i'll just like sit with that so right now it's this band called polyphia mm-hmm. and what they are is an instrumental band they're like instrumental guitars okay. so they they originated from like from like fast metal mm-hmm. and then they progressed into like progressive rock mm-hmm. um they're very similar to like a band that is one of my all-time favorites called dance gavin dance okay. uh, which is a progressive like hardcore band yeah so different but, genres though like they're different so or are they similar so the genres come from that's what I'm feeling like right now gotcha. and the reason why uh-huh. is because I downloaded a game called Clone Hero, Clone Hero 
which is Guitar Hero My brother, on the PC. It's Guitar <laughs> Wait, he's playing right now? No. <laughs> dude, I was going to say because I <laughs> shred yeah. at Clone Hero. Dude, I've been playing, I've been playing it nonstop. Song. You can pick any song. Yeah. And the songs by Polyphia are so fun, dude. Oh, they're, yeah. they're so much fun. So it basically is Guitar Hero with like the same thing, just with unlimited like songs. Yeah, right? you can download any of the Guitar Hero songs. Yeah, for free. It's Dude, free. That's the best part. My brother's That's guitar. Awesome. It has like green, yellow, orange. Or no, what was it? Oh yeah, it's so green, it, yellow, red, and then like underneath it, it's orange and blue. It's not all in a yeah. row. And he still shreds. Oh, is it like the is it the Guitar Hero Live guitar where it's like three on top and three on bottom? Yeah. It's like that. And it's I, like, I, I hate that guitar. Dude, I cannot dude, play on it. That guitar is the worst. It's really hard to play on. It's, t- it's tough. Yeah, it's I don't know how he does it. Uh, he but, makes it look easy, though. Yeah, so, <laughs> so your music taste. So, so this band is instrumental guitar. So yeah, it's, so it's instrumental guitar. So they have these, they have these crazy solos yeah. that are so fun to play on that game. Oh, so cool. right now, I'm just kind of like into them yeah. because like I love playing their songs on the game. Oh, yeah. But... So is that like, is it different every time how you're like, how one, you know, kind of like interest comes along for a couple weeks? Like, you know, hey, it's just because they have super cool mm-hmm. guitar riffs that you like to play or is it like? No, I mean, usually I have a rotation. Got it. It's usually like the 1975 and music along that mm-hmm. is one phase. Yeah. Anderson Pack and music like that is another phase. Yeah. I have like alternative rock from like the early 2000s mm-hmm. that's another mm-hmm. phase and i'll just kind of cycle through those Got it. oh and then dance gavin dance is its own phase too yeah and i'll just i'll literally just rotate through those i'll listen to the same songs like all my life like i, I do not go i do not venture into like new stuff dude i'm like the same way like i'll find stuff that i like but like for the for the same like core playlists like it's all the same mm-hmm. like rotation yeah. of like 100 songs or whatever it yeah. is it's like, like the 1975 was like a new edition right and that was because there's this drummer named Luke Holland who does covers on YouTube and he's super good mm-hmm. and he did a cover of a 1975 song and I thought it was really good mm-hmm. I was like oh this band sounds cool and I checked them out and I was like oh this band's super good like yeah. I love yeah, them yeah, yeah, yeah. and I've just been listening to them ever since and they kind of just stuck with me and now they're like one of my favorites mm-hmm. It's funny that you like mentioned like phases because I actually wrote this down of like like phases and obsessions because like I, I, I see you as like do you have like like mo- like months where you just like obsess over one hobby or thing? And Absolutely. Then, okay, good. Absolutely. I'm the same way, and I I like I've been looking at him like I think he's like because like if I if I tried to do the yo-yo, I know I would just obsess <laughs> over that for like months. Dude. That's what it is, dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. That's why I picked it up. Yeah. Well, I picked it up because I was waiting for Haven to get born because she was she was taking forever. Yeah. Waiting so, for her to get born. I was yeah, she's taking forever, dude. So I needed something to do. So I bought a yo-yo at the like the store and then I started doing it. And then I was like, when I learn something, yeah, I get very into it oh, yeah. and I want to be good at it. Oh yeah. And that's kind of an issue with me because it's like hard for me to stick with one thing and then just continue it and just be good at it. And that was something I struggled with like a lot in my life mm-hmm. because I, I looked around at all my friends and I was like, everybody's so good yeah. at one thing, mm-hmm. but I'm not, right. I'm not good. I'm not identified as like being good. I'm not, yeah. I, I'm not like, Oh, he's like the skater dude. Yeah. Like he, cause he's like super yeah. good. Like, mm-hmm. or like, 
oh, he's like the guitar player, you know, yeah. like he's like the drummer. Like I always had friends like that who were like extremely, stick, like, extremely yeah. good in the thing that they do. Yeah. But me, I was just like, I was pretty decent yeah. at just like a lot of Most things. things. Yeah, yeah. And for a long time that made me very sad Yeah. because I was like, I want to be, I want to have that one thing that I'm really good at. Mm-hmm. I want to be known to have a certain trait and that right. people know me by. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I don't know. It was just never something that like, like I like overcame. I don't know. It's like, mm-hmm. I think I've learned to just deal with it. Yeah. But that was something that I struggled with a mm-hmm. lot from like high school, mm-hmm. even into my, my early twenties. Yeah. I mean, I'm like 24. So it's like still yeah. considered early. I would say like mainly like the beginning, like 20, 21, 22. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now I've kind of learned to just deal with it. And you yeah. know how I've discovered that about myself was mm-hmm. from RuneScape. Oh, really? It's so stupid. Yeah. But I think it's because, like, when I would play that game, Mm -hmm. I would get stuck on one thing, and then I would get sidetracked and go do something else. Yeah. I would be training one skill for a long time, Mm -hmm. and then I'd get on, and then I'd just get distracted, and I'd go do something else. Yeah. So I wouldn't just train one skill over and over again until I got level 99, which is mastery. Yeah. I would just keep doing everything else and get distracted. Yeah. And that kind of reflected like how I was in life yeah so like I just would just do a bunch of things like I became decent at skating but yeah. I wasn't like the best one in our group it's mm-hmm. like dabble in it and then when you're familiar you're like all right like what's next yeah honestly <laughs> but cool. it's like I'm genuinely interested in them yeah yeah like yo-yos are dope as freak yeah seriously but like I've slowly stopped yeah but like I still like to do them like I'm yeah. trying to mm-hmm. I'm trying to just like do that as because it's just like a, a it's, it's a cool thing a, to pull out of your pocket. It's a harmless hobby. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not, it doesn't take a lot. Like, I don't have to, like, go and make a day out of it. Like, right. I literally just pull it out of my pocket, and I could just do tricks, and it's just, like, easy to I do. Feel like, I feel like I used to do that a lot more than I do now, and maybe it's because of, like, because of technology or because of, like, phones and stuff, but I, I distinctively, distinctively, distinctively remember, like, <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> I distinctively remember, like, anytime we go on, like, a road trip or anytime we go, like, you know, to church or something. Or, yeah. Like, we were little and we didn't have phones. And, like, we were going somewhere that it took, like, longer than 10, 15 minutes to get to in the car. It's like, all right, what am I going to do? And so, mm-hmm. like, for a while I had a Game Boy. And then, like, for a while I had, like, one of those 20-question things. Oh, mm-hmm. dude, yeah. Mm-hmm. Loved those. Mm-hmm. We had so much fun with 20-question things yeah. because they were so flipping smart. They get, like, every single time. It's mm-hmm. like... How, dude? I, I still don't get it to this day. Like, I think I found one of them like when we when we moved uh, last year, mm-hmm. and it was like, I like, oh, dude. Like, we would literally be on road trips, and like nobody had phones or anything, and so we'd literally be like, we'd all have the twenty questions thing, and sometimes we'd like, you know, bring the GameCube and hook it up to the the TV in the car and stuff. <laughs> but like, literally, we'd be like, all right, a street light, and then one hundred percent, it would just get like, I don't know how it does it, dude. Yeah, like insane stuff, but. Yeah, but I totally get what you mean when it's like, you know, you find something to like entertain you for a while and it's like, mm-hmm. all right, well, now this is old, so. Yeah. But that's cool. I still kind of like go back to some of those things. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember I used to be into like styrofoam airplanes and like, you know, the oh, big ones that you get from like yeah, the, yeah. like the. Michael's. Yes. Hobby Lobby. Oh yeah. my gosh, I used to be so into those. And then I saw one the other day <laughs> and it was like totally blasting the past. So I like got it, brought it home. One of my friends has like. <laughs> firework rocket so we like put it on like oh, dude sweet. so much fun we got like yeah 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 dude my so. sessions are like bad 
because I was listening. I always like put on podcasts before I go to sleep because it's like, yeah. I don't know, it helps me sleep. And like it was like three in the morning, and these guys were talking about how uh, George Harrison of the Beatles like play, like learned to play his songs on the ukulele. And I woke up out of dead sleep and went on Amazon and bought a ukulele. No way! No way. Yeah. Like right there, you just I was like, like, I was like, I want to learn the ukulele. See, I can't do that yeah. because I have a wife. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I have to ask her if I can purchase it. Yeah. And so imagine a 24 year old grown man asking his wife if he could buy a, <laughs> buy a yo-yo. Yeah. It's not a good <laughs> it didn't work. So I had to ask for it as a, a birthday present. I barely bought my first yo-yo like maybe like a couple months ago. <laughs> and I've been doing it since September of last year. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> have you ever uh, like thought about if you have like OCD or ADHD. I think I was diagnosed with ADHD growing up because uh-huh. my mom would I would have to take medicine mm-hmm. in elementary school yeah and I didn't like taking it because it made me not hungry mm-hmm. and I wouldn't mm-hmm. eat my lunch at school mm-hmm. so I was um, I was just like throwing them away mm-hmm. for a long time mm-hmm. and then eventually I just stopped taking the medicine yeah but mm-hmm. all through high school I was like I think it might like junior year and senior year I was getting like pretty I didn't even know it back then but I was just getting like very like anxious yeah because I procrastinate oh yeah until the absolute last second yeah in high school it was very bad like the beginning of the period when high when homework's due That's yeah when I would start my assignment. yeah dude I would do I wouldn't do projects until like the last minute right. and it was a really bad problem mm-hmm. and I kept telling yeah. my mom that I need Adderall to focus on school yeah. so like it was bad yeah um but I think that's partially why mm-hmm. like I just am the way I am I just yeah. get distracted very easily yeah um I lose focus on priorities yeah but i mean it's something i've been working on yeah i mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say my identity is adhd because i haven't i haven't lived my life that way mm-hmm. yeah my entire life you right. know i had it when i was a kid and i took medicine for it but i've never you mm-hmm. know told myself that like yeah. i am adhd yeah just kind of learn to just live with the way that i am and mm-hmm. just kind of just do things you know yeah yeah like i like i didn't i never thought about like me even having ADHD, but then like, like a few weeks ago, I looked back and like I was like, I like there's a there might be a good chance that I do have it because I've like I've had a very hard time concentrating on things, and or like if I'm doing something, I really focus on that thing and everything else is like nothing in this world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like I have these obsessions and stuff, and like it like it even like affects my relationship when I'm like I'm doing something like I don't even like check my phone for like hours. Yeah. And my girlfriend's like, like, what are you doing? Like, you yeah. don't text me. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I just got really <laughs> focused on, like, like building this thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. Like, I don't know. I, like, I never really thought about it until recently. But there's, there might be a good chance. I feel like that's something, though, that, like, not at, like, because I, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I had it or not. But, like, I, I was somebody that people always ask, like, do you have ADHD or something? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I always, like, people always ask me that. I was like the heck because like i don't know if it was, i was super hyper or if i just like didn't focus well and stuff but it's like i feel like it's something that only like like you had to have like legitimately like all right i think i have this i'm like gonna get serious, tested yeah. and so like you get tested and then you like get diagnosed but like you know i bet there's like a lot of people that like had it like never gotten tested mm-hmm. or something but yeah but i think everyone's i think so it, you know like 
it affects you differently if you're, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so when did you uh, decide to pursue voiceover? Hmm. When did that kind of start? This one was... Was that an obsession too that started? It was not. Okay. It was not an obsession. Good. But this was... This started because I it was it was like a collaborative of, of things mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. all kind of led into the direction that it is now. Mm-hmm. So at first I'll 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 start the point at where I discovered that I wanted to do it because yeah. then I can tie it in with the other things that mm-hmm. kind of led up to it. So I watched this documentary called I Know That Voice. Oh, okay. And yeah. it's a documentary that goes that dives into the realm of voice actors Mm -hmm. um the famous voice actors that you all know Mm -hmm. tom kenny who does spongebob Mm -hmm. of course um it goes into like people like d bradley baker who does the voice of momo and appa Mm -hmm. and he does pretty much any voice that like needs like a creature sound Mm -hmm. is like him he does these insane voices dude with like his nose and mouth at the same time what Whoa. like touch dude he's crazy yeah. wow. but like any job that requires like a creature to be sound it's it's that guy wow. so it's like the the most famous people in the industry mm-hmm. and it just dives into their realm yeah. and i watched it with with cassie and my sister and brother-in-law mm-hmm. and they were like oh you gotta watch this it's a really cool documentary so i checked it out and i was watching it with them and I was like, this is awesome. Like the thing I loved most about it was like the community mm-hmm. is they were, they were all so very supportive of each other. Right. Like wow. if one job was not right for somebody, mm-hmm. they would be like, Oh, I know somebody who is a great fit for right. this role. Yeah. Let me recommend them. Yeah. That takes wow. like and a big like pride. To do especially that. in the entertainment industry yeah. where yeah. a lot of people just see it as competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in the voiceover realm, it's, it's very different. It's That's very, awesome. it's very more community Dang. over competition. Mm-hmm. And that was something that I found so cool about it. So yeah. cool. And I never thought of doing it as a career until I watched that documentary. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, this is, this is something that I can, I can try out. I can yeah. dive into because I've always done voices. I've always, I've always imitated yeah. songs. Mm-hmm. Like I've always imitated the singer singing the song. Yeah. Mm-hmm and do an impersonation of them. I don't know why I was just always do it. Yeah. Um, mm. But I was never like this crazy talented guy who just like is amazing at impressions and stuff like that. Like I could do some impressions, right. yeah, yeah, but yeah. like, I'm like, again, like it was, it's that thing where it's like, this isn't like the one thing that I'm just like super good at. Yeah. I've never been that person. Yeah. I feel like I've always had to like really practice and like really, mm-hmm. um, like do it like become good from hard work yeah. mm-hmm. and and it wasn't it was never a talent thing for me mm-hmm. but i mean i pursued it anyway yeah. and it was all an interest because going into college i didn't know what major i wanted yeah. and i went from so many different things i went through like four majors and i finally wow. stuck with linguistics mm. because i took italian for four two years wow. so I, I took Italian at Mount Sac for two years mm-hmm. and the whole reason that started was because I was playing Assassin's Creed 2 
<laughs> and it's based in Italy. And I was yeah. like, oh, I want to play this game in its original language. <laughs> no so way. I was like, oh, I'm going to take Italian at Mount Sac because I need to do a language anyway for the GEs. So you guys sad. have like one of those, all right, everyone, why are you here? What <laughs> I want to play. Dude, I, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. That's she probably asked that, and I gave that answer. That's awesome. <laughs> I gave that answer. I was just gonna be like, we're gonna work hard. On <laughs> so, so I took the class to play that game yeah. in Italian, yeah. and then I was on this journey of figuring out like what major I wanted. Yeah. And then the whole time, I took like four classes of Italian. I got A's in all of them, and it was my best subject. And then I was like, huh, why don't I just do something with language? Yeah. I was like, this is this would be cool. I was like, why don't I? asked my teacher what I should do and she suggested linguistics and so from there I was like well what can I do with linguistics right there's so many different things it's kind of like liberal arts mm -hmm. it's very vague you kind of have to choose different things so there's many different things you can do you can work for a dictionary publisher mm. and become like a I think it's called a lex lexography which mm. is like people who put words in the dictionary Whoa. boring yeah. not doing that yeah. um, <laughs> you could do uh, you, you could do um, anthropology linguistics which oh. is the study of language among cultures and then you yeah. study cultures and stuff I actually just took a class on that oh, nice. on and it wasn't that bad it was kind of cool yeah. but not my thing mm -hmm. um, and I just didn't know what to do with it and then eventually mm. I learned about this thing called the dialect coach oh, which yeah. is I read an article about the person who was the dialect coach for the Lord of the Rings set. Nice. So she was on set helping Frodo and yeah. freaking whatever his name is, Sam. Yeah. yeah so he was, she was helping Frodo and Sam and all the other people yeah. have an, an elvish accent, right. which wow. was a mix between British and something else. Yeah. And she was on set helping them do that. And I was wow. like, that is the coolest job I've ever heard of in my life. Yeah, I've always heard about like, helping people. people helping people with accents because I love because I love doing accents. I love wow. figuring out accents. Yeah. I love things. I just love language. So that was like the light bulb, like, wow, like this is. So that's when I was like, oh, I want to do a dialect coach. And I was like, I don't know how to do that. Yeah. And that's something that I'm still trying to figure out because that's mm -hmm. still the realm that I want to go towards. Yeah. And then I kind of just put on the back burner because I was like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, I'm yeah. not going to school anymore. I'm doing photography with Cassie. Mm -hmm. There's no point in going to school anymore. Mm -hmm. And then I watched that thing. Yeah. And then I was like, this is it. It's yeah. voice acting. Yeah. Like yeah. linguistics ties in with voice acting. Mm -hmm. Like I want to learn how to do accents. Mm -hmm. And I want to brand myself as somebody who does accents right. as, you know, they're, as, as voiceover artists. Yeah. So that's kind of how it all tied in together. But wow. mm -hmm. that's what... That's what uh that's how it happened. Yeah, I was watching like some YouTube video about like um when they were filming Bohemian Rhapsody, like uh Rami Malik had to have like a dialect coach to like speak like Freddie Mercury and like yeah. like even like had like movement coaches to like move like him and it's like Yeah. Like I didn't even think about like like all the movies that like replicate people, like they have to learn like learn how to talk like them and like Yeah. They're like Dang. the pauses that they make in words or like the certain letters they pronunciate different like there's a lot of work that goes into just like Dang. speaking in a movie yeah one of the one of the toughest ones that i'm that i'm trying to get a hold of is something called the mid-atlantic accent Ooh. and it is the accent that they used in like the 20s oh yeah 
and like they used in those old movies yeah. like from when they started doing movies yeah, in like the 1900s all yeah, the way yeah. up to like the 50s yeah. that is a made up accent Right. Yeah. That, like that. Nobody. Nobody talked like that. Yeah, they only geez. talked like that when they were on screen or they were being portrayed by the media, wow. because it established, it not dominance, but it established that you had a sense of like, uh, like money. Yeah, it was wow. like a status symbol. If you spoke like that, that right, meant you were yeah. very proper. Right. Rich people in movies always like spoke like this, like that. That's so weird. You know, accent. and yeah. and they actually taught you in school how to speak like that. So if you went to school mm-hmm. in like the 20s, 30s growing up mm-hmm. and you went to like a you went to like a private school or like a very rich school, yeah. they taught you to speak like that because they wanted you to have a sense of status. Wow. But outside of the media or screens, yeah. nobody talked like that. But it's a very difficult accent to to grasp yeah. and that's been one that's like been on my radar to practice. Yeah. Mm. Dang. That's pretty crazy. That's so interesting. Um so one other thing that you like to do is cook. Is that is that like an obsession now too, or is it? That's a you know that's all you know doing? everybody has to eat. Yeah. And so well if if, if you're going to cook, you might as well just be good at it. Yeah, like seriously. if you have to eat, like that should <laughs> like if you're a bad cook, then you're just you're not very good at living. You know like if if you like if you if you only allow yourself to know how to make microwave food you're mm-hmm. like you're just damaging yourself at that point like yeah. you should probably learn how to grill a burger or something yeah, like yeah. you could at least do that yeah. because cooking in its most simplest form and i i'm sure gordon ramsay would hate if i said this oh, yeah. it's all you're doing is heating up the food yeah right, putting yeah. some seasoning on it is it's not that hard. All you're doing is heating it up in different ways. Like if I'm going to do it in the oven or if I'm going to do it on the stove, yeah. if I'm going to yeah. do it on the grill, it's all the same thing, really. So yeah. you might as well be good at it. When did you start like trying to like, when was the day where you're like, I'm going to cook like for myself? Like, um, well, Cassie doesn't cook. So I ha- kind of had to just do it because <laughs> I wanted to eat. <laughs> yeah. I'm tired of fast food. I'm going to start cooking. <laughs> so, I mean, and then it was just kind of like, learning different things trying different things out i mean that's all cooking really is trial and error Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean there's different things i've wanted to try to cook yeah like so i'm like i'm half indonesian yeah there's been some indonesian things that i've wanted to try making Mm -hmm. i haven't tried it yet but i mean i'd like to but i mean you just get inspiration anywhere really just Mm -hmm. what do you want to eat go to the store buy it try it out yeah if it sucks there's a fast food place nearby yeah i mean food is food at the end of the day like the worst you can do is get Dude, I've never got food poisoning. Have you guys? Uh, no. I never have either. I've never Actually, had it. I think I think Hannah has, like my girlfriend, because <laughs> not because, but like the, okay, so she's never been to Corky's and Corky's breakfast burritos. She got food in, poisoning from Corky's. Yeah, and is look, Corky's breakfast burritos it. are my are my absolute like favorite breakfast burritos on the planet. And so the one time, like I've been talking to her for a while, and so mm-hmm. finally, like the one time that I took her to get a breakfast no. burrito, she had like. Ate like half of it, wasn't feeling well, and literally got like sick for the rest of the day. And I was oh, like, man. and to this day, like she like cannot like even hear like Corky's breakfast burritos, and it like breaks Dude, my heart. I'm like, that. Oh, that's sad. You just you're Sucks. missing out so much. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. But speaking of food, if you could ha- eat one food for the rest of your life, what food would it be? Um, you had to. You Panda Express one. orange chicken. Same. 
Heck yes. Oh. Is that really yours? Yeah. That and then dessert, I, I choose lemon bars. What about dessert? You could have like one. You know, I'm not like the hugest dessert guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But if I had to choose one, I, I do. I really don't know. Dude, orange chicken. Wow. I, I mean, I just do orange chicken. <laughs> so good. Dude, it's so fire. Dude, it honestly is like I'm telling you, dude. Like Jack in the Box number one, Panda is number two. Panda <laughs> I wasn't lying. Panda Express is really good. Solid second. Uh, you had the honey walnut shrimp. Yeah. You gotta pay extra, but it's freaking. Yeah, it's worth. Worth it. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, it's only a dollar twenty-five. It's not that bad. Right. It's not too bad. Um. Hmm. Last thing. Uh. Fishing is also one thing that you like. Oh, that's like a new thing. Yeah. That's like a new thing. Yeah. How's that? I've it's fun. Dude, it's fun. It I really like, I really enjoy it. It sounds like something you're going to stick with for a while because, I mean, you even worked it into like, I mean, earlier we talked about like if you could wear one color for the rest of your life and you're like olive green because then, you know, when I go hunt and fish. Yeah. I'm not a bit, I mean, I'm not really a hunter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But fishing is essentially just hunting in the water. Yeah. There you go. It's the safest way to there hunt. There you go. It's the safest way to hunt, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll never shoot a deer. Yeah. But I'll grab a fish with a hook out of the water. <laughs> so do you hunt to like or hunt? Do you fish and like catch and release? I fish. Or do you like... I fish with the intention to eat it. Really? I'm trying okay, to. I'm. Cool. I'm trying to eat. That's awesome. So, fishing. I've always like growing up. I always asked my dad to fish, mm-hmm. and he would never take me. Not because he he just didn't want to. He loved fishing. Yeah. But I mean, he was just busy. You know, yeah. busy yeah. guy. Plus, I mean, around here, like, where are you? <laughs> exactly. There's not many finny, There's not many places to go. Yeah. Like, if we lived in Washington, we could go to the backyard and go fishing. Oh, right, yeah. But here, there's not very many places. So, yeah. I discovered how cheap it was to, to, to get a pole, to get fish bait, to get hooks. Right. Like, it's very, yeah. it's very inexpensive. Yeah. And so, when I went up to Washington, I visited a friend, and he had a fishing pole. And then he's like, oh... Literally, literally, like I said, he's like, my backyard is a lake. <laughs> so he's like, let's go in the morning. He's like, let's go in the morning. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, I've always wanted to go. Yeah. And then we did it. We caught some, like, some small little baby ones. Yeah. But it was still, like, it was very exciting. How fun. And it was just like, I mean, you just chill. You just relax. Yeah. You just put the pole on the on the dock. And yeah. you, you just it's chill, like, dude. It's mm-hmm. very relaxing. It's, like, soothing. It's, like, Tempur-Pedic. Dude, it really is. Like, I mean, Cassie likes it. Yeah. She just, I mean, we just kind of sit there, relax. So mm-hmm. it started from there. And then when I was like, oh, we can do this here. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not as good fishing here, but I mean, I can get a pole here and we can do mm-hmm. it somewhere. Um, as soon as I got one, there was a, there's a lake right next to um, my apartment complex yeah. mm-hmm. in Ontario. It's a regional park, but you Is can get the Rancho Guasti. Yeah, it's Guasti. Yeah, yeah. It's Guasti Regional Park. Mm-hmm. So we've been there a couple times, and it's fun. Mm-hmm. You just go there. You just cast. I've like I caught one there, decent size, oh, yeah. like good size. Like I filleted it and everything. Yeah. Gave Ooh. me and Cassie like full dinner, like full dinner size, like wow. trout. Wow, dude, the best. Some of the best meat I've ever had in my life was like a fish that we caught deep sea fishing dude literally it's so good some i think it was like a dorado which is like mahi mahi and like we literally like went home and like you know it was like a couple different guys on the boat so we all like divvied it up but like we got back to the place dude it's good literally just threw like 
cooking oil, salt, and like a little bit of it on, you know. The, so I'm saying, dude, all you got to do is heat it up, season it. It's just so good. <laughs> That's all it is, dude. That's all it is. You can cook. You can, you can put it in foil. You can do the whole fish. You can do it. You can do just part of it. But it's all the same thing. Heat it up. Put seasoning on it. You eat it. But that has been, yeah. That's kind of like what he said. Like it's something that, like I, it will stick with me for a very long time. Mm -hmm. It's just like, eventually, I would like. Yeah, I mean, I could do it with my kids in the future. Like it's something fun to teach them. Like you, you have to make days out of it. Yeah, yeah. you could do them in the mornings too. I haven't gone pure fishing. Mm. I would love to do that. Yeah, mm. I see that a lot. Um, I see a lot of people do that, but you need a different pole for that. But mm. I'd love to do that eventually. I but feel like pure fishing is like a lot. Uh, it's like much different than lake fishing. Yeah, very different. I feel like, mm-hmm. but hmm. it's oh, something cool. that I've I've come to to really like recently, yeah. and I hope to continue doing for oh, you know for a long time. I was in like Crestline, uh, like getting lunch with Jaden, and we like went by the lake, and this guy was fishing, and his bait was a full size hot dog wiener. No, no way. Yeah. Just a regular. What? But he has like a full pack of them, and he would he would like cast it out, and it would get unhooked because it was so heavy every time, and he's like, "What's going on? What he the? Went, heck? He what do you mean? What's pack. going on? You're fishing with hot dogs, <laughs> right. dude. But he went to the You're fishing with pack. glizzies. <laughs> You can't fish with a glizzy, dude. What kind of what kind of what kind of fish are you trying to catch with a glizzy? But dude, he went through his whole like six pack of hot dogs. He's like, guess I'm not fishing today. He just backed it up and left. It was crazy. That blows my mind. And he was like 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 a normal looking guy. He wasn't like some crackhead or anything. What in the world, dude? It was it was wild, weird. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a YouTube video of that fishing <laughs> fishing with glizzies. All right, so what you're gonna do is tack the hot dogs. I honestly feel like the, like <laughs> like the fish that's gonna kill the fish or something, dude. I don't, dude. I don't think that's healthy for them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what. Uh, they're either gonna die from the glizzies or they're gonna die from from me eating them. So I mean, <laughs> oh, I guess man. either either one I doesn't mean, matter. Yeah, oh. I went to. A, Wasty Park, and you know how they have like the water slides there? Yeah. So me and my friends like snuck in and skated in those. Did you really? Park. Yeah, and it was really fun. Yeah? But like there was like so many like leaves and like dirt. Yeah, there. they don't clean that it's out. Helen? No, it's like, is it Archibald and the, the 10? Yeah, it's Archibald and the 10. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. Oh, Gwasi or? Gwasti Park. Wow. Yeah, that area on on Google Maps is just called Gwasti. Yeah. I think like back in I think I think back in the day like Gwasti was its own region. Right. Yeah, Yeah, I'm serious. Like the post office there, I go to that post office all the time. Yeah. It's called like the Gwasti post office. Dang. Yeah. It's like its own it's it's really it's like its own it was own its own city. Before Rancho took over and then they kinda just like took it. Freaking Rancho. Dude, that's a that's a nice part. We were like we're trying to we had to like hop the fence, but I don't know why there. It was like the middle of summer and it was closed. I don't know why it's like. Wait, you went this summer? It was last summer. Oh, last it's, summer. It was like just like closed off. I don't. Th- I don't think they use it. Uh, I don't think they open the the swimming pool up. Probably just not a lot of foot traffic. Not anymore. No. I mean, they always say lifeguards hiring, but then like <laughs> nobody's swimming. So yeah. what's the point? You're like you're not allowed to swim in the lake. Like, what are the lifeguards for? To keep yeah. you swimming. <laughs> it's that's, stupid. That's weird. Dude. Well, we've been talking for a while, and this has been so fun. 
thank you for being yeah, on the dude. podcast. Yeah, dude. Thank you for getting Jack in the Box. Dude, of course. Yeah. I hope you like it. looks Wouldn't like you, you liked it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> dude. I loved it. I yeah. love Jack in the Box. I didn't even see you eat your burger, but it's gone. Dude, it was fire. Dude. You know, I was going to do a Jack in the Box commercial for my demo. Oh, really? Yeah. That's sick. Yeah, it was going to be included, but it was just kind of out of context. Yeah. Didn't fit in with the demo, but I did it anyway. It was fun. Yeah. One you, thing we didn't talk about, uh, you like to do graphics in your spare time too. Oh, yeah. That's that's kind of a new thing too that yeah. I was just picking up just because we were going to do some YouTube stuff. Yeah. Which we still are. Once we move out, we're planning on doing some, some YouTube stuff. Sweet. Um, Filming with roommates is kind of, I don't know, we get a little uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. But once we get our own place, which should be happening um, within the next two weeks, Sweet. Um, we're going to start doing some more YouTube stuff. And Sweet. then I just decided to learn. Yeah. I just pulled up YouTube, just started some, learning some graphics. Dude. And I've been really, I've been really like having fun with it. It's, it's one of the hardest things in part of filmmaking. Like I have no idea how to, like the most I can do in After Effects is like key out a green screen. Yeah, dude, you should see the first thing I ever did with After Effects. It's on YouTube. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because I played this game, League of Legends. Yeah. And I there was a clip in there where I really wanted to do, like, I, like, rapped in-game. Yeah. So then I saved the replay of me rapping in-game freestyle, uh-huh. and then I added some effects. Bro, it's the worst thing I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. Yeah. But back in 2013, I was hyped dude. on it, dude. Dude, when I, like, when I was, like, in middle school, I was like, dude, I can keyframe things to move. Like, I was like, yeah, dude. I can add a lens flare and move it from the top right. Dude, to I thought that was this coolest <laughs> thing. It's like, dude, I am like making it now. Yeah. Dude. So that's just I've been I've been learning a little bit about it, and I just like have learned the cool things that you can actually do with it. Right. Like I didn't know you could do some of the things that mm-hmm. that are available in After Effects. So, like, so like the like I just released a demo that I put together. Yeah. And the like. I was able to wipe away microphones. That was my logo. And then animate the lines that you would see like the Google logo do Mm -hmm. and, and, um, match it up with the audio. So the dots actually move with the audio. Oh yeah. I just wanted to do that too. So I, so it was crazy. And I was like, I never knew you could do that, but I put it together and it makes it, it just makes everything looks so much better for the video. It Seriously. makes it more Dang. enjoyable to watch. It, it like catches your eye. You, you want to watch it, right. huh. even though all you're doing is listening. Yeah. But it's been cool. I've been learning how to do that. I want to keep learning how to do it because it's just fun to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just did a T-Mobile like commercial for the store. And I had AJ do a graphic for me. Did it, then, did it work out? They didn't like it? Dude, I freaking, I put it in the video and then they posted it and the end graphic was some graphic I've never seen before. Wow, rude. Oh, well, it was like, it said experts and not T-Mobile. I was like, so you want the graphic to be like a T-Mobile graphic, right? And then they sent me like a clip of what I sent you. They're like, just like this logo. And I was like, okay. And then you made it and I was like, perfect. And I sent him to him. He's like, sweet, that works. And then like I checked the post and it was like, a totally different graphic. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, that's well, like, you know what? I'm used to it because that's like how that's what happened to me in voiceover too. So I was like, whatever. Dude, one time that happened. No, not even lying. No I didn't. Sp- I didn't spend eight hours, but yeah. like I spent some time on it. Mm-hmm. And then it was actually one of the first things I ever did. Yeah. Oh, so you like trying to make it perfect? <laughs> it was like, the first. Well, it, here's the thing. It was one of the first things I ever did, and it was for you know. Uh, you know Sean and Marlon Wayne's from like White Chicks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a project for them. Oh nice. And it, like, cause they were working with Artie. Okay. And 
Artie was like, hey, I need a voice for this. Yeah. He's like, try it out. And they're like, oh, yeah, this is dope. This is good. And then they released it. And it was, it was, it was a terrible voice, dude. <laughs> I was like, you picked him over me? This, quali- hey, this, qual- this quality is worse. Oh, I, was, I was a little bummed. The oh. worst thing is when you spend time to make something for a client and then they like post it and it's like they put a filter on it. Or oh, nasty, like, like dude. They crop it out like it's like it's, it's bad. a 1920 by 1080 and they like make it square and it's like, Ew, oh, dude. Cut out like half the video right <laughs> dude, there. it's lame. But yeah, uh, dude, I feel it. No, no hard, no hard feelings. But it was fun to like put that together. Yeah, seriously. Dang. Well, it's been a blast having you here. Uh, by the time this goes live, I think we'll have our theme song ready. Dude, you have a theme song? Yeah, it's yes. not. It's, We're, not it's done in the yet. works. So, so, so it's probably already, probably already played by the beginning. But uh, Garrett, what, I don't know his last name. Satoff. Yes. Yes. He made us a sick intro, and like instrumental, super dope. Yeah. Oh. And at the end, it goes, "Let's grab a bite." And we're gonna go on cameo and get some celebrities. Some to say some it. random B-list like mm, I don't think so. I think I've heard of it, but so you get celebrities to do like yeah. voice or like video messages. Really? Yeah. So it's like shout-outs, but a lot of it is like you know B-list like celebrities, like you know, hey Joe Schmuckatelli was in the background of like this you know show or something. <laughs> yeah, like, so he's all like these extras are yeah. like, yeah, I was in Star Wars <laughs> episode yeah. nine like at thirty seconds. <laughs> they and came nine to the frame. scene. I was <laughs> in the back sitting. There. So it's like a lot, you know, like some of like the yeah. lower, like, wait, who are you? Like, like, like charging hundred dollars yeah. for a message, twenty or thirty bucks. But you could get like, you know, some of like the office cast or like some voiceover actors to, you know, for like, I don't know, like fifty oh, bucks dope. or something to like yeah. just do a little. So we're gonna, we're stuff. trying to find like the funniest person yeah. to like have some, like yeah. there's like Drake Bell or like, yeah. like dude, some, some dude, Drake people. Bell would be dope. Just somebody that would be like, wait, is that like, <laughs> yeah. no way? Like, thank you, Drake, for uh, yeah. destroying that. Oh, oh, that's funny. But yeah, yeah. by the time this goes out, yeah. uh, no, we have to now. I mean, we just talked about it. <laughs> so it will be. It has to be yeah, out. It will, be, it will be done. Yeah. Well, AJ, thank you for being on the podcast. Yes. This has been so much. Thank fun. you. You've thank been you someone that me. when we first sat down and we're like, all right, dude, like we gotta, we got like, we need to have guests. Who do we have? Like guests. one of the first, dude, AJ Bear. Like just. <laughs> wow. Thank you, dude. Yeah, dude. So we're well, we if, kill it. well, if you have me again, um, I'll bring my headphones. Yeah, please. <laughs> Heck yes. I mean, I, I had like a bunch of topics that I didn't yeah. do, so we might have a part two for you. Cool. Dude. Cool. Sounds good. Yeah, I'll bring my headphones. I don't want to wear these again. Yeah. <laughs> I, look, I look kind of funny, huh? <laughs> so most people don't even know there's a video, so it's cool. Yeah. So but yeah, it's been super sick. Uh, and thank you for being on the podcast. Dude. Thank awesome. you. Appreciate it. We'll see you next time on Let's Grab a Bite. Ha, 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 ha.